Hello and welcome to Ethereal Madness. Uh, tonight, I would like to go over a few different ideas. This is going to be a solo podcast, so bear with me while I drone on endlessly. And uh, since you all love me, just kidding. Uh, we're all here to make fun of me, just kidding. We're all here to learn, hopefully, something. Um, tonight's podcast is going to be Truth and Lies, the Mystery. So truth, um, and uh, I hate to do this, but before I really start into my topics of the night, um, I would just like to say um, shout out as far as my Discord goes. Um, this Discord that I've started up, I want it to be a community where anybody can be anything that they want. Be anyone, well, you know, anyone that you create in your mind to be. Um, I, I just want everybody to embrace their own individuality or what they understand as their own individuality. Uh, pardon if I used what you would call sexist terms. Um, I'm still learning and getting with the age, but yes, I accept everybody for who anyone is, and that includes all the they-thems and I- anybody in between or out of that. So regardless of uh, who you believe that you are, I just want you to continually strive for individuality. And personally, I don't really want to lay claim to a label for myself, um, as I feel that labels tend to tie me down and put me in a box. I'm not saying that's the same for everyone, um, but, uh, you know, yes, I have earthly labels that many would call me. I just avoid them for the sake of uh, purity as much as possible. I think that we should focus little on uh, these temporary things like that and focus a lot more on... um, Better things. Better ideas. Alright, anywho, getting off of that topic. Um, I won't be focusing solely on truth necessarily. I like to intertwine a lot of ideas and a lot of thoughts because I believe that most things are connected to each other. So, with that being said, um, I would like to start off with this. I kind of wrote these thoughts down. and One is, truth is an experience. However we seek for our experience to be believed... By everyone else and when it is not believed by everybody uh, by everybody else we begin to ravenously search for ways to prove why that unit of time or what we think past was so interesting to us or so true for us or so real for us and why it was real so we search and search and search for a way to prove it and we overcomplicate it and sometimes the unknown of the message is what is so profound is that why is it that we're so hell-bent on proving what cannot be proved? If someone doesn't have faith in what you say, then go and tell somebody else who will. You will find somebody who believes in you. Focus on the people that believe in you. And if you truly feel that somebody who doesn't believe in you is an obstacle for you to overcome, then fight your battle appropriately. But I encourage an alternate method and to always try and think outside the box and uh, try not to put yourself in a position to be down and out when there was no reason to be down and out in the first place but we'll move on from there uh, the reason though that I feel that truth is a relativity or a, uh, a relative choice or option is because the individual is what dictates truth so for instance a group of people may have a truth that another group does not have um, you know Christians 
they like to say, well, 500 people saw Jesus after he was supposedly killed and crucified on the cross, and no matter how you slice it, and this is no cut or slander at Christians. I just, I'm sitting here going, yes, but 500 people all told their truth, and 500 people out of 7 billion that are currently on the planet is not that many. 500 people can easily be, be manipulated and controlled, and I don't think that I'm slandering any faith by saying that we should simply question everything and not just take things at face value all the time why are we so hell-bent on taking things at face value question everything question the sake of questioning that is the scientific method to question all that is until it can be repeated and observed over and over again and sure that doesn't apply to the metaphysics necessarily uh, not completely, but we should still question everything. And we should still question everything philosophically as well. My next topic, though, um, would be metahumans in history, or um, demigods, gods, giants, Nephilim, Anunnaki, and more. Um, I've seen a lot of indication, and especially now it seems that we're coming into the age of Aquarius or the age of Enlightenment, um, oddly enough, after a plague and a lot of strange things happening, and no matter which way you slice the reality that you're looking at right now, things are kind of gloomy. But why are we following leaders that are, you know, promising you an inevitable doom and that, you know, there's only this many things we can do to avoid it? Why would you follow leaders like that? Why wouldn't you follow people that tell you, well, yeah, there's hope. There's light on the other side of the tunnel for you, your children, and your children's children. There's a whole new world waiting to be built if you would only see it to build it. Why do things have to be the way that they are? I ask you all, why do things have to be this way? They don't. The birth of controlled chaos. Why the Age of Enlightenment is so dangerous to the current hierarchy. This is another question I wrote. Well, um... The birth of controlled chaos is what we see between the time of Jesus, um, the Roman Empire, some of the Asian empires, and now. Um, the CIA releasing documentation on Tataria, or Terraria, or however you want to pronounce it. A whole age of people with advanced technology that was wiped from the face of the earth, and the CIA talks about colluding with Russia in the 19th in the 1840s, sorry, to accomplish this prior to the CIA's existence, leads me to believe into interconnection between possibly the Masonic Lodge, um, or that these secret organizations have existed for far longer than they want to let on. Which is oddly enough interesting, because currently with the economic situation going on in North America, uh, which I don't know how much that really affects the rest of the world, but at least here, um, there's going to be an economic reset. There's reason to believe that pretty much a lot of our society is uh, being dictated and controlled by a technocratic hierarchy. Uh, while the rest of the world is very much different than the United States, a lot of people here are just now waking up to this realization and truth that we are not number one, we have never been number one, and we've possibly been the reason why other countries ha have been so far behind is because of us not allowing other countries to truly grow and uh, fulfill their potential, which is completely against the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and what we believe in as a nation. I would say that we have utterly failed, and the system must be replaced down to its foundation and core. There must be an, an, all, an, an entirely different system, and, and, and we can make that happen. There is still hope. And it starts with you, the individual.
And uh, I want to sow that hope because, you know, it, it may not occur in my lifetime, but I, by damned, I will stand up for it because I am sick and tired of the way things are. And I hope that you are as well. I hope you, the listener, are so absolutely fucking sick and tired of the way things are that you want to jump on board with everything you've got and shoot for a better place to live. Because by damned, it can happen. You just have to believe. You have to have faith. And, I, and if you're willing to believe in anything, why would you not believe in it? It is positive. It is a message of peace. It is the message of hope. It is the true thing that all of the great philosophers wrote over every time a great philosopher lived. Like Jesus, Martin Luther King, Alexander the Great, and many others who wrote that they always were advocates of peace first before violence was ever ensued. And I don't recommend violence whatsoever. I am completely against violence. Sorry. I want to see peace reign and be the prominent ruling factor of the world because I don't believe that all these systems and religions and governments have had our best interests at heart. So join me. Let's replace them. We infiltrate their businesses, we infiltrate their system, we infiltrate every part of what they do. Stop storing all your money in banks. Start pulling it in cash. See how they panic when they realize that they can't keep pulling all their money in cash so that when the economic failure occurs, all their money is safe and secured in vaults so that when they reestablish the money and they can't federally insure it and currency has to go about how it's always been, then they continue to rule and continue to fail us over and over again, except for each time they do it from here on out, it's going to be with an iron fist because the lack of resources will be so great that they will have to beat the people to get what they want out of us. And these are all things in the foreseeable future, but there is change and there is positivity if you would overthrow and stop giving in to the current system. I started a study um, that was led on by another uh, podcaster and some information I kind of heard on it called The Internet is Dead. And I started thinking, man, how real it is that you actually rarely run across a real person on the internet. It's so rare. I've marketed and done all kinds of things on the internet and I barely get anything, ever. And then I started thinking, man, this makes a whole lot of sense. There's 7 billion people on the planet and yet there's so little activity on the internet. And I began to think, what if we're just like in little pockets, in little camps and we don't even know it? We're in controlled environments passing from place to place and everything that we do is monitored already. Death is theory. Life is emotion slash vehicular experience. Why do we live? And why do we live it so simply? Why don't you question more? Why don't you question reality? What is yourself, I? What is your I and you? What is your purpose why do you want to continue living for you what are your dreams i meet a lot of people well i live because of my house and my job and my kids now and i mean yes i'm not saying that those can't be purposes 
please don't think that I mock you in saying that those aren't purposes. What I'm saying is, is that I want to know what the you is. What your innermost dreams are. Your, for lack of better terms, your delusions of grandeur. Your fascinating hypotheses to the reality that be and how you believe it exists. How you want to change and alter the fabric of space and time itself. I want to know those innermost feelings that you don't know how to describe and put to words and I want you to learn with me as I learn how to describe mine and I want you to give birth, so to speak, to these ideas along with me as I give birth to these ideas myself. Break the system. Break the cycle. Bring forth the new, better world that can be. And watch out for the people saying that they all have the answer. I include myself in this. That's why I know that what I'm saying isn't wrong. I don't want you to follow me blindly. I don't look to lead sheep. I look to lead leaders. Because I want people that understand that maybe it isn't their purpose to be, you know, I, I don't know, uh, a world leader. But maybe it is your purpose to be what you want to be. And maybe it is a world leader, but maybe it's also uh, a firefighter, a police officer. Maybe it's a business owner. See, I want you to infiltrate every part of the system and follow the fun that exists. Be something every day. Be anything you want every day. Try something new. If you've got a degree, go work a layman job if you have the money to afford it. Try something. Learn people. Observe them. Learn them around you. But also learn yourself and learn what makes you who you are and what you are and why you are an individual and why you are meaningful to yourself in the grand scheme of things because truly you need to learn how to be meaningful to yourself and love yourself and, and a lot of people, I've, I've heard a lot of people go back and forth on this because it sounds cliche, taboo or weird or whatever and I'm, I'm serious but self-love is important because really uh, you know I, I've, I've gone back and forth I say that you love yourself too much already you just lie to yourself but then again I also say that sometimes we love ourselves too little because if you don't even understand yourself how can you love yourself and most of us don't even understand what being a human is for us it's even harder So our, 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 our identity is never set in stone. We, we continually evolve and adapt and change as multiversal beings moving through time and space or whatever we call time and space, if time and space even exist. See, that's the beauty of all. Beauty of it all, sorry. Question everything. And yeah, my footage is a little rather raw and uncut, but that's because I would rather you listen to the normal and natural me. I don't do well with trying to make everything sound pretty and perfect. I, uh, I want to build an experience. I want to paint a picture for you. Why should you believe in anything? Well, you've got to believe in something. If you don't believe in anything, then 
are you living? Why do you not question everything? If you're not questioning something, it's probably because you believe it too much. And I believe that there are things that you should believe wholeheartedly because their relative truth is, is very real. But there are many things you should question because their relative truth is not as determined or set in stone as most things are not set in stone. Why do you live other people's dreams and never reach for your own? Why do you follow other people's dreams? I know that most of us have greater dreams than what we want to let on. I don't talk down on anybody's dreams though, even if they be what most would consider small. Every dream, every dream is great. I believe that. Every dream is great. It is up to you to determine how great it is. Seek peace, but always carry a sword. Um, Jesus said something to this extent, and no, I'm not a believer in the faith, but Jesus did teach a good many things that weren't terrible, okay? And I think anybody can learn anything from anyone. I think that you can learn from your enemies, for if you cannot learn from your enemies, then how can you defeat your enemies? In order to defeat your enemy, you must know your enemy. That was the old honorable way to fight a war, was to understand each other's pain. Because death was a sacrifice. It was saying that I have come to an absolute with life, and I will fight for this, and I will die for this, and I will live for this because it is my will to do so, and there can be no other. And although I do not advocate for that mentality fully, I do advocate for compromise as much as possible. I also say that you should always be prepared for defense. You being smart also means don't be stupid. For murder is the intent, defense is the will to live. Murder is the intent, defense is the will to live. A lot of people are iffy on weapons, guns, knives, swords even. If you have anything that is considered a self-defense weapon, whether it's just your fists or a knife, just know the defense of one's life is never wrong. Because it is necessary for survival. However, one should never seek to harm another. All should be done through peaceful means, for violence does not accomplish anything besides an absolute. To say that violence accomplishes nothing would be futile. We see that Malcolm X was not entirely wrong, as Martin Luther King was not entirely right. However, the combination of both creates the perfect unity that was needed. The Black Panthers were very much a help to Martin Luther King as Martin Luther King was also a help to them even if they didn't get along can AI interact with particles on the subatomic this is an interesting theorem that I myself have been developing and since I've seen nothing of this sort anywhere on the internet I'm laying claim to this idea and idea and theorem and uh, for you scientists out there, I would expect that as of this date and time that I'm releasing this, 
that uh, all of this idea is mine and mine alone. And if you use any AI to do this and I find out about it, I will expect royalty payment. Um, but that is if, if my idea is original enough that by the time of release it isn't already in the works. But uh, can AI interact with particles on the subatomic level if AI in a space of virtual reality can understand through algorith algorithmic processing on a subatomic level the subatomic that exists within the reality space of the AI or through the AI if the AI can both understand and process those particles on that level so as to deconstruct and understand the quantum mechanic uh, macro level of existence that is there and how those cogwheels of subatomic particles interact with day-to-day -day science and life and if those subatomic particles once understood can be altered or manipulated through wave rays or light waves in order to achieve a different outcome um, in other words making something appear out of thin air changing or altering the substance or item of something um, uh, even potentially understanding on a quantum mechanic level how to turn one resource into another resource without causing any major side effect or, or problem. Of course, I may be speaking ideas that are beyond the delusions of grandeur for most to understand, but you have to understand that AI is much more than what people want to let on. It has many foundations in sacred geometry, geometry, calculus, magic, and the understanding of how binary and code translates into living organisms or uh, cell life, uh, considering that currently we are in the time that computer technology is being merged with the biophysical technology because of cell data uh, in um, information understanding and how cells in the uh, human DNA system can hold so much more information than anything we currently have thus to create bio computers which technically according to science is what we are is a biogenetic computer all interesting ideas um, but uh, these are all mine that I have accumulated by doing research but I've developed on my own because of questions I've had about my research this research is my own for the most part um, but I recommend that all research and question everything um, because there is really not a whole lot about reality that is true especially now that most of us know what MK Ultra was. I think all of us should be questioning what reality is. So, without further ado, that is the end of this episode of Ethereal Madness. But truth, lies, are they real? Or are they just individual experiences and altered information? And why is altering the information so important to us? You tell me. I give you a good night. Farewell, friends. Until next time. And that's all I've got. So, ta-da!